I call to order the Devil's Lettuce Film Society. <laughs> We're here with another commentary track so that you at home can watch a movie with us and get high with us. Part of me really wishes I had a fire and like, you know, do you remember from, um, what were they called? Uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Oh yeah, the this, this, like, we're, we're basically we're the Midnight Society. Just throw that fire mask in it and like have the whole fire. <laughs> just go pretend, on. just pretend it happened. No, we're just huddled around a microphone. If this is <laughs> if this is your first time listening, the way this works is my co-host El Pinchito and myself and our special guest this time Vince, who's Whoa. here from out of town. We're going to be doing commentary on a movie, and we'll give you instructions so that you can synchronize this track with your copy of the film, and then watch along with us. But before we do that, because we're here in Canada and marijuana has been legalized, what? we're going to get a little high. Uh, El Pinchito has once again provided our cannabis. I got some cannabis. It's just going to give us the rundown on what we'll be smoking. Uh, but first, I should let everyone know what the movie we're watching is so that you can seek out your own copy. This film, uh, we went for sort of a deep cut uh, cult one for this. It's a, a little known film from 1989, and it goes by many names. You may find it as Deadly Games. You may find it as Game Over. You may find it as Dial Code Santa Claus or 3615 Code Père Noël. And it really has this many names. It has this many names, and this is like the unsung holiday movie that nobody seems to know about, but it was recently given a re-release by Drafthouse Films, so you should be able to find your own copy. And, uh, and the logline is, of course, it's home alone, but lethal. <laughs> but, before, <laughs> but before we get to this delight, as I mentioned, I'm here with El Pinchito, and our friend Vince is here to provide commentary as well. And we are also joined. The Film Society has grown. It's grown. The anonymous peanut gallery is all around us. So you may be hearing some other commentary from all sides as our friends uh, gasp in amazement. Say hi, the... peanut gallery. Hello. Hello. Yeah, there's everybody. They're so, they are so enthusiastic. Uh, yeah, hi. Yeah. <laughs> They're so enthusiastic to be here. We have the jaded peanut gallery. <laughs> but we're really glad that they're here. Well, we're not high yet, nor has the movie started, so like... And on that note, El Pinchito, what will we be partaking in tonight? Okay, so tonight we got uh, Orange Crush. It's from the same company we had last time. Flower uh, Power. Flower Power. It's still AAA plus grade flower. Still don't know whether or not that holds any stock whatsoever. <laughs> Industry certified. Oh, interesting. Okay, well, okay, okay. This, but, so, so yeah. here, uh, one one of our peanut gallery members does work in the industry. Is there actually an official like rating system, like AAA or or you know? There's not a rating system. Flower Power, I would say, would be something that industry individuals would or be willing to spend their hard-earned dollars on. Ah, ah. okay. So so uh, a testament to its quality. I suddenly feel better about this purchase. I mean, I did before. It was great the last time, but I'm, I still have that it. specific strain, but I've heard good things. Good. Oh, good. Oh, good. Okay, so it's got 4.2 stars out of 5 on Leafly. It's a sativa-dominant hybrid of orange, uh, California orange and blueberry. I learned some new words researching this. <laughs> so it's got. it contains a large amount of trichomes, and may, many orange pistols. Pistols? Yeah. It's part of the flower. Oh, you yes. It, do you know which part? Uh, that's one of the internal parts. I Isn't don't know. Isn't it like in the lilies, like the things that come out the top with the little orange 
colory parts on it? Well, Google told me it's the female reproductive part of the flower. So we're smoking many orange vaginas. <laughs> um, uh, try- <laughs> Could be fun. Orange vagina, my favorite strain. Right? Me too. Uh, trichome, a trichome is the fine outgrowths or appendages on plants, algae, lichens. Lichens? Lichens. 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 Yeah, the trichomes are the hairs that grow on them. Yes. Growth of hair coming from the Greek word trichoma. So, Whoa. you know, you know, we try to be educational here. Um, on I'm certainly show. getting some knowledge. Um, very shortly. <laughs> and so it's got 15% THC. How you know that for certain you don't. Uh, the positives overall are uh, it induces moderate cerebral euphoria. So we'll see. Boosts energy, stimulates appetite, and uplifts mood. How do you feel moderately euphoric? I think it's like a binary, right? Either you're not euphoric or you're euphoric. There's no... <laughs> we'll find out. Measured euphoria. I feel okay. Like, you're yeah. really certain that you feel okay. Yeah, so like... I'm a solid seven right now. I'm killing this. This calls for experimentation. Uh, you're so... so uh, and then, like, some, like, bullet points here. Relaxed, happy, euphoric, uplifted, and creative. Good overall for good morning. Good for morning and daytime medical and recreational use. So... Just everything. All the things. Okay. <laughs> uh, also, depression, stress, insomnia, headaches, fatigue, the, you know, the classics. Um, some of the negatives of this one are dry mouth, headache, dizzy, dry eyes, and maybe a touch of paranoia, you know? <laughs> oh, perfect. Paranoia for a movie where where Santa Claus is going to break into someone's house. Yeah, yes. but Christmas was like you know, five days ago. Yeah, but he sees you when you're sleeping. Know. And he knows when you're awake. <laughs> last Whoa. time, last time we had caramel candy kush. And that stuff smelled for all the world like caramel. Like, yeah. Now, so the, like, here's the sniff person, test. I think it joins. Yeah, but if I, I, for one person, that's like that. It doesn't it's smell like orange. That's like a shareable. So Orange Crush, it says on the tube, 75% sativa, 25% indica, 21 to 23% THC. Oh, Pinchito. I think someone some of your lied. research was someone a little off. But this is the thing, it's it's so variable depending on what source I use. So Canna SOS said uh, 14.6% or something, and then Leafly Leafly said said like 15%. And then the tube says 21 to 23. Yeah. So the tube is going to be your most accurate representation. Probably. That is from that batch off that clone of the plant. To me, this is a joint. Yeah. It smells like a joint. I know that it's mostly sativa, thanks to the tube, but that's about it. So we were already ahead of last episode. We were like, smells good, tastes good, hey, Seems it got legit. us high, seems legit. Um, and Vince has brought along some keef that he's going to uh, adorn our, our doobie with. It's some uh, love potion number one keef. Number nine. Oh, oh, is it it's number, number nine? nine. Yeah. Well, ah. then. That's why I said we'll taste the evolution. Ah, we will. So, uh, we'll have a little bit of a, a sprinkle on top of it. Yeah, so how do you want to do that? Bap it and then just dip it like uh, lick of sticks. <laughs> Sounds like we're going to get thoroughly goofy on this one. Yeah, we're going to get pretty goofy. Um, so, we'll see how it goes with the movie. Yes, and on that note, a quick smoke break, and we'll be back with Dial Code Santa Claus. <laughs> and we're back. That got me really high. That got me really high too. We saw it coming. Yeah, I'm feeling pretty goofy. 
All right. All right. All right. We got to get into this movie. I've been waiting so long to do this. So, uh, the movie is Dial Code Santa Claus. The director is Rene Manzor. It's from 1989. Uh, our copy, I actually, this is a, not the remaster that came out recently, but this is a VHS rip. It's 87 minutes long. And the way I've got this set up is I have paused it at five seconds in. The logo on the screen is Deal Présent. Uh, Vince, you want to take that bottom line? Distribution européenne audiovisuelle. Thank you, oh, wow. sir. Uh, so we're at five seconds in, and I'm going to count it down. I'll say three, two, one, play. And when you play, we'll play ours, and hopefully our movies will be synced up. So three, two... One, play. Here we go. So it's got a copyright on the screen. Every child believes in magic and stops doing so when he grows up. Except for those too disappointed in reality to, to trust its rewards. Francis Lalande présent. So there we go. We're off. We're off. Montage survival land. Is that like a title card? I assume so. Okay. So I've never seen this movie, and, it, and, <laughs> here we, here we and go. Uh, I've never seen this film. I heard about it because it's been going around on the festival circuit. There's a remaster. Uh, Drafthouse Films has remastered it, so it's touring on the festival circuit, and people are rediscovering this lost film are you that kidding? Home Alone ripped off. Because this is about a kid who's being terrorized by a psycho mall Santa, and he sets up traps to Are you to attack Santa. So this is like Home Alone. Obviously, it maybe it's coincidence, or maybe it drew something from this. But people are rediscovering it. So That's a little too on the nose to be a coincidence. I know. So <sighs> I I heard about this back in September, and I wanted to watch it. But then Pinchito was like, hey man, let's do a podcast where <laughs> hey we get man. stoned and watch ridiculous films. That is verbatim what I said. And what better <laughs> film to do for like our holiday movie <laughs> than Dial Code Santa Claus, Deadly Games, Game Over, uh, 3615, Code Pale Noel. Oh, there it is. Oh, yeah, there it is. So what better film? Uh, and, and that's all I know. I haven't seen it. You're way more excited for this one than you than you were for Highway to Hell. So I mean, like, uh, uh, Highway to Hell was pretty cool. Hold I on to your butts, the, guys. I had seen the trailer, <laughs> but like Home Alone but lethal is the best pitch for a movie. Like Home Alone should have been lethal though. <laughs> like the things he did. Lots of those things would have actually been lethal. <sighs> like a paint can to the face. I would think a blowtorch to the top of the skull would like more holes in the bone. Yeah. See, yeah. I have a whole new appreciation. I like the for that. iron to the face too, from several oh, floors the iron. up. Yeah, I remember being a kid thinking those were like hilarious. But no, they, gruesome. But come no, on. <laughs> as a kid, I thought they were hilarious. But the older I get, the more those injuries in Home Alone look so painful. Disturb you. Because because like I've fallen on the ice, yes. and I hit my head, and I know I how much that watch sucks. When he steps and on so, the nail, like, yeah, exactly. Nail, I know the nail in the foot. I know. I feel Ugh. that in my teeth when it happens. I know it's why like, is that? <laughs> okay, so is this kid's bunk bed uh. a, a plane, a World War II <laughs> Spitfire? Why is he flying down upright? Ooh, puppers! Oh no, <laughs> a dog. Okay. So, just so I understand this, 
this movie was remastered and is doing the festival circuit right now? That's right. But because it came out in 1990, I could easily get a copy. <laughs> and I know that there's a, a full copy on YouTube that doesn't have subtitles. Oh. So if you can rip it from YouTube and find subtitles online, you can watch it that way too. This kid is like. Is this like a look, at that, look at that kid playing Rocky while uh, we're yeah. going is this on. A, why are we? This is uncomfortable. This is uncomfortable. But that kid's mod. I'm uncomfortable. That kid's mod is like it's Billy Ray Cyrus. Look at that. What is going on here? What is this? Why would they make a child do this? It's terrible. <laughs> this kid is insane. He's gonna grow up to be like an incel right winger. I am. <laughs> He's so funny. <laughs> While he was doing some massive oh, this is awkward. just He hasn't even been attacked yet. This is just what he does in his spare time. I was under the impression that he like tools take, up like I'll this. Santa's not even a psycho. It's just a guy who's trying to make the kids Christmas special and the kid flips his fucking mind. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh god. Now, now in all fairness, when I was like 10 years old, I would have found this shit awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Man, being a boy would must have been awesome. <laughs> He's got a hell of a loadout, though. Like, holy shit! So he's just like what practicing? He's just playing games with his dog. Okay. <laughs> He's nuts! This kid is crazy! He's gonna get PTSD from playtime. It's like he already has PTSD. <laughs> like, are there children that play like this? I, I mean, I want to know. There must be. The child is very rich, so maybe he just has absolutely What's with parents? the pentagram on his belt? It's a ninja star. His loadout includes the occult. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still, like, having a hard time getting over the sweaty muscles of a child. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot to process. I mean, let's be It honest. is a lot to process. Why would anyone film that? Don't answer that this, question. This movie just, like, launched into it, man. Like, <laughs> shit's going down. We've only just began. Whoa! <laughs> what? Oh, my God! This child is psychopath! Why did he... No, doggy! <laughs> oh my god! Lady, get your kid to a therapist! God! Holy shit! <laughs> oh, so, oh, so they're in a smart home. They must be filthy rich. But that wasn't even shit to her. She's just like, yeah, whatever, Thomas. Quit fucking around and go get your grandfather. Let's go. Breakfast. Mom has already the, gone through a gallon and a half of wine. Honestly, the most alarming thing about this so far is that he has just a trap door installed in their hallway. Like, it's one thing to, like, okay, your wait, kid wait. play around with, like, army toys and stuff, but it's another to install a remote control trap door. <laughs> so, I mean, Home Alone didn't just rip this off. The Simpsons ripped this off, too, with Mr. Burns and his trap door in his office. That's exactly that same oh, mechanism. Is, is, <laughs> this movie is that like where the, it came from? No, I, <laughs> I think Vince is just really oh. faked. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I am, but I think that that theory holds water. So. <laughs> oh my god. 
captured a half-blind diabetic soldier. No big deal. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> I love that they're being introduced just now. <laughs> this is your grandfather. Thomas is a fucking psycho. Sorry, guys, but like that kid is insane. I'm already enjoying this movie so much. <laughs> okay, so his grandfather is half blind and he's still allowed to have a trapdoor in the hallway. <laughs> like, this is a recipe for disaster. Do you, do you guys think. Okay, what are, what are the odds on the grandfather dying? Do you think he's gonna die? I mean, maybe? Grandpa. Probably. Is he gonna kill him? Is the child gonna kill him? No, Sam doesn't kill Grandpa. I'm pretty sure. They have to have some sort of emotional stakes in this, yeah. right? Look at this conniving fucking kid. <laughs> like, he's like, I want extra gifts so I can sell them to Santa. What the fuck? Santa doesn't exist. Shit, spoilers, guys. Aww. Santa doesn't exist. I mean, do you really want to lie to a child like this? <laughs> Oh, so the Minitel. Get this. This is a, an interesting factoid that I learned independently of this movie. Uh, apparently, in Europe, in like for quite some time, uh, but predominantly in the 80s, they had their own version of the internet that was more like BBSs. Uh, homes were given these consoles by the government, and they could connect to these BBSs, and it was a network called Minitel. Uh, and it lasted for quite some time, and uh, the biggest thing that... What do you... Okay. What what gained the most popularity over the Minitel network? What? Chat rooms? No, no. I mean, it's just a different version of the internet. Porn. 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 So the Minitel, basically all it's used for now, because it's such a relic, is, like, erotica and erotic literature. To share? Like, within a, a mesh? Yeah, it's just like a BBS system, basically. I thought Minitel it's, was only available in France. It may have only been exclusively in France, yeah. Oh, really? But, I mean, it's, it's internet, so internet will eventually devolve all to, or evolve porn. all to, porn. It was CompuServe. <laughs> it was CompuServe. It's exactly that kind of thing. Like, it was just a sort of a different form of ISP that was independent, and I, I guess possibly just to France. And this movie involves it, the Minitel. And he's like, I don't need to write Santa a letter, I can just send it to him over the Minitel. And again, I'm taking my history of Minitel for that geography solely from Archer, so I probably... Ah, oh, it was a reference to Archer? Amazing. Minitel, still relevant. Oh. So, but only in France? Apparently only okay. in France. According to Archer, uh, only in France. Man. I'm gonna look this up. One day, I'm I, really like, curious about I this. would love to see a piece of erotica that 
floats on. What is it, Minitel? Minitel, okay. Uh, <laughs> the Minitel was a video text online service accessible through telephone lines and is considered one of the world's most successful pre World Wide Web online services. It was rolled out experimentally in 1978 uh, throughout wow. France. Wow. Uh, and. Uh, Let's see, from its early days, users could make online purchases, train reservations, check stock prices, search the telephone directory, have a mailbox, and chat in a similar way to the internet. And uh, I learned about it from the podcast Reply All that did an episode on it and talked about how it sort of devolved into erotica as well. Really? Yeah. I mean, that's it all. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's ultimately what the internet's for. Okay, so his mom is what, flirting with a dude at work. You can tell, though, that this is a European movie from that time because it has the exact same beats as the commercials do from that time. Like, that was like a chocolate bar commercial right there. Really? She, like, turns and looks at him, and he looks at her, and they have that sort of plastered-on smile. Like, it's really... Am breaking into a Mentos commercial? Yeah. I've seen it, I think it was Forbidden Transmission where they had the episode that had, like, European shit like that. It's exactly like that. Forbidden transmission is. Uh, if if you've never heard of forbidden transmission, it is sort of like a TV variety clip show, uh, short films, commercials, and stuff like that. You can find it on YouTube. I highly recommend it. It's fantastic. So the director of this, Renee Manzor. Uh, Vince, you were saying, you know, it's shot like a commercial. He did a lot of TV, and uh, he actually did... Uh, it's, because he was French, uh, I can't say as I recognize many of these titles, but there are some funny ones in here. Like, he did uh, an episode of uh, The Young Indiana Jones Chronicles, uh, The Red Shoe Diaries. The Red Shoe Diaries? That was a... David Duke Duke special. Yeah, David Duchovny, nice. like, uh, softcore soft porn. Yeah. Uh, Ask uh, me why I know what that the, is. The Highlander TV <laughs> series. Why do you know what that is? Because <laughs> it was the closest thing it, to porn you could find played, on TV. It played on City TV. Yeah, it played on City TV. Hold up, we got two underage boys oh chatting online with somebody who's alleging to be Santa Claus right now. Oh, is it oh, true yes. that you have dwarves that work for you? Yeah, I, I would prefer Santa have some dwarves instead of elves. So that mullet is out of this world. <laughs> this is like France French, right? A little bit. Well, it's not it, Quebec French. It doesn't. No, yeah, it does no, not. It's, 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 like no, it's French with a British accent. No, it's that's Fra what it's Parisian French sounds like. No, it's France because they have the minitel. Oh, right, yeah. Well, that too, but no, the French is actually like... See, look at this. Everything's enunciated properly. It's, it's really... Uh, it's not like Quebec where you know, this is oh, look, look, talking about. <laughs> this could be the loony board. This could be the scratch my butt board, he said. <laughs> Did you guys ever go the, on The guy guesses? pretending to be Santa Claus is soliciting the right. address from the two little boys. I just want to... You went on BBS? Right. I played uh, Legend of the Red Dragon. Uh -huh. <laughs> That was the mud thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, I played those. Those were good. I played a lot of Cherry Wars. Yeah. 
Okay. Wow, so look at the speed of that connection. So what, there were just like these kiosks with yeah. Intels? Yeah. Like with computers in them? Oh, so you couldn't access these things at home. It wasn't like you a could. thing you had at home. Yeah, you could. Oh, you do. Okay. You could, but there were also public terminals. Man, in 1978? Yeah. Are you fucked? That's crazy. It is really interesting. I always find it fascinating, though, where there's, like, these pockets of innovation that were fucking a bajillion light years ahead of its time. Get forgotten. And it gets forgotten, and then it becomes popular way later. Mm -hmm. Like, you know the story of YouTube, how, like, there were several video hosting platforms that tried to, to do what YouTube did before YouTube actually succeeded at it. Wasn't it just, like, Lazy Sunday that really shot YouTube into the stratosphere? I was Lazy Sunday. That was the Saturday Night Live chronic... What calls of Narnia rap song? No, no, YouTube. The, you know what? You know what made YouTube big? It was the Janet Jackson nipple slip. Was because it? yeah, because nobody could find a place to watch it after it happened, and everybody oh wanted to God. see it. And YouTube was just this burgeoning platform, but they put it up on YouTube, and everybody watched it. No, tell me seriously. That's, not what? that's absolutely true. That was that was one of the big sparks that helped make it popular. It existed before that, but that helped it blow up. Really? Hmm. A testerosa. Listening to France French makes me feel like how I feel when I eat bad sushi. It just, it just. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, well, stay Let's with me now. Hold on, give it a second. <laughs> when I have, I got this. When I have bad sushi, it leaves me wanting good sushi. So when I hear France French, it just makes me want to hear Quebecois French. Oh, I see. Because you're more accustomed to Quebecois yes. French. I well, because I prefer it. Because it, because it's like I get nostalgia from it. Because I think of our friends in Quebec, oh, right? True, like, and true. so I feel nice. I feels like they're in the room. You know what I mean? Like, okay, okay, I get where. But that, like when I hear true. France French, I'm like, you are an imposter, and you should feel bad. <laughs> Don't let the French hear that. I, I apologize to any of our French listeners. They'll take you to task for that one. <laughs> Sorry. Um. <laughs> There are only two things in this world I can't stand. People who are intolerant of other cultures and the French. Yeah. <laughs> but it is true that... Uh, Vince, Vince, have you ever been to, like, Paris? Have you ever been to I've France? I've met people from there, but I've never actually been to the place. So I went there when I was in my teens. And in my teenage years, I was still in French immersion in high school because I grew up in Quebec. Uh, so I was much more fluent in, Fran in French than I am now. It's my, I'm totally rusty now. But I went to Paris with my family, and they would totally poke fun of my Quebecois accent. Really? Right, yep. Really? Yeah, yeah. The, the example was I wanted to order a café au lait. But they said that, you know, we don't serve Spanish coffee. Like I was saying, ole! Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so little things like that. And they were café au lait. Yeah, exactly. Café au lait versus café au lait. <laughs> <laughs>
Um, so he, look at this. He, that's his just, house. He's got. He just architected a house. I think he's got control over all sorts of bullshit traps and cameras. Yeah, look at this. Is this kid a young Neil Breen? Yeah, right. Young Neil Breen. Oh my god, you're right. <laughs> yeah. If he goes for a can of tuna in the middle of this thing, we're sold. We're fucked. <laughs> oh, Neil, but surprise, the, chi like the, the child Neil Breen. He, no, he's way too handsome to be Neil Breen. <laughs> he didn't Neil live an easy life, dude. Neil Breen's life has not been a good one. Neil Breen is terrifying. What, like his actual life? No, his, just his face. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I find Neil Breen very scary to look at. He's a haggard fella. Oh, that's a movie that we're going to be watching soon, is Twisted Pear. Twisted Pair. Is that a Neil Breen movie? That's the next Neil Breen movie. Shut it's up. gonna be out uh, on DVD in February, oh, which means it's gonna I be am, our March movie. Oh, I am fucking pumped. Neil Breen. Just, you know, kinda like how I felt when I saw The Room and I learned about um, Tommy, Tommy Wiseau. Wiseau. Uh, I didn't think I would ever like find another filmmaker that was that way until Neil Breen. Yeah, Neil Breen and Tommy Wiseau really are sort of in the same class of filmmakers. Okay, so here we go. So finally, the plot seems to be moving along. The homeless the crazy guy, guy that was talking to them on the Minitel. Yeah, the creepy homeless guy who was talking to them on the Minitel is now posing as a Santa in a winter festival. In spite of his very obvious black beard, <laughs> not... I mean, that, that's the thing, right? You know, okay, everybody, let's get round up all the children and make them sit in the lap of a disguised stranger who sees them when they're sleeping and knows if they've me. been naughty. He <laughs> 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 is creeping on that child. You know, I really do wish... No I... touching, Santa. Oh, God, that's not okay. <laughs> that's not okay. I don't like your face. <laughs> oh, shit, son. Oh, oh he smacked the kid! Holy fuck! <laughs> <laughs> giving a whole new meaning to deck the halls he <laughs> <laughs> smacked that kid in the face god if someone was scowling at me like that <laughs> So he just walked off. Without handing in his Santa suit. Which is pivotal. <laughs> <laughs> 
What's the Santa equivalent of turning your gun in my D bag? Turning your Santa suit. <laughs> and your pocket full of candy canes. Yep. Just leave them by the door. Hey, go so far as to say this isn't terribly shot so far. Like, it's actually pretty well put together. <sighs> yeah. The the compositions are great. Yeah. Is he playing Hero Quest? No, it's like some kind of D and D one. Figurines. Oh. Yeah, it's totally just like it could. It's it's one of those Hero Quest uh, type games or uh, Talisman. Kind of looks like Talisman. <laughs> That's a hell of a game. <laughs> so, did, which of the following exists? <laughs> it's quite Napoleon, it's quite Santa, nice. and cavemen. <laughs> <laughs> no one's discovered Santa's bones. What? Versinigatorix? The fuck is that? French Scientology is weird. <laughs> 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 Do you believe in aliens? Of course. <laughs> Did you any what? <laughs> I haven't seen any. Oh. <laughs> I've been playing this for two years. You're still at first level. <laughs> yeah, he definitely dies. Yeah, yeah. This, this grandfather is dead. The more things he doesn't endear himself to the audience, the deader he is. <laughs> like, it's what just, if Santa is an alien, it's guys? It's planting emotional investment to cull right after, right? Like, <laughs> so secretly a Disney Yeah, basically. It's a heavy threat to lay on the dog for sitting in the window. Ah, he's delivering presents. <laughs> and Santa was waiting for him. Cool. So oh this is this is the Minitel equivalent of like Amazon. Madame <laughs> <laughs> 
I got it. So now the kid wants to prove that Santa exists. Because no, his grandfather was saying nobody's ever had evidence of Santa. He's going to Narnia. Leave him with Mr. Thomas alone. <laughs> He's crawling in a fridge. Wow. What? <laughs> this is like the House of Mirrors in, yeah, in really weird. Game of Death. Man, at my grandmother and grandfather's house in uh, Scarborough, they had, like, this weird little tiny door at the back of the closet, the front door closet, and it would go into, like, into the basement, the back of the pantry. And when we were kids, oh my god, we would run through that shit in laps just because it was so uh, novel to have, like, a weird modification to your house. Oh, no, I'm okay. Thank you. I already had a Homer Simpson when no one was looking. <laughs> Shaman just ran around giving out mini donuts. Everyone is very happy. <laughs> mm. Vince and I paid a visit to Fu uh, Fugo Desserts. Got us some mini donuts. In Toronto! So, this is the kid's mom, yeah? Yeah, I don't think the dad's in the picture. Yeah, correct. But this guy's interested in her. The grandpa at the beginning at breakfast made some comment about the child being like his father, and the kid looked very sad and longing. Mm -hmm. So maybe the dad was a soldier and is oh yeah dead maybe or on tour. You're discreet, kid. <laughs> she said discreet. He's trying to hide from Santa. He's sitting there playing yeah. fucking rock and roll with his hockey cards. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> oh, is this child abuse I really want to know we'll get mad and turn into an ogre is it child abuse to be like well do you believe in aliens well then obviously Santa's real <laughs> I, false equivalent. I feel like I feel like it's like it's like child gaslighting <laughs> I mean, maybe Santa is an alien. We don't know. I mean, the speed thing would be accounted for then. <laughs> I find it kind of satisfying that this brilliant child didn't do anything, spends his time playing D and D. He spends his time playing D and D, but also going insane and running around like he's in the war. <laughs> <laughs> Particularly like the Vietnam War, but has Vietnam even happened when this? Oh yeah, this is okay. 1990. Well, oh. 1989 was yeah, oh, 1989. Oh, 1989. Okay. 
Oh, he's using... Did you ever have... Did your family ever get that fake snow and you spray in stencils on the windows? Yeah. We used to do it for my kid's uh, Elf on the Shelf. We'd put it on the window the last night that he was there and spray his outline in snow and then write, like, goodbye. Oh, no. Yeah. That's so sweet. I'm pretty certain that stuff is toxic, though, to spray up your nose. Pretty sure this dude's not super concerned about that. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you might have kept your job if you'd done this and the not first time. the kid. <laughs> I think the hitting the kid was really the kicker. Yeah, but for a slight amount of time, but <laughs> I don't think this guy would have been able to keep it much longer than he did. Yeah, because we all got fixated on the hitting the kid, but like he had a really horrible caressing her cheek right before that too <laughs> that needed accounting for. But like nobody thinks about that. It's all the backhand. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine if you walked by somebody looking like that on a park bench? <laughs> Man, it's like Santa is just like staring in the middle distance. Thousand yard stare on Santa. <laughs> is he crying? He's crying. It's good night. She told his mom told him too that if he sees Santa, Santa's gonna turn into an ogre. Mm-hmm. So he's going to see Santa, who's going to be this crazy fuck, and Santa's going to turn into an ogre, and then... The kid's going to kill fucking Santa. Man. Oh, shit. It's, it's kicking off. Here we go. It's kicking off! <laughs> I remember being a kid and having so many questions about... The realness of Santa. The logistics of it. Yeah. Aw, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's so happy. Sorry, kid. It's all gonna come crashing down. I wish it was Goldberg. Cheering the dog on? I think he's trying to shoo him away. Or is he? Okay, okay. <laughs> go, Fido, go. I have a bad feeling about this dog. Fuck that up. Fuck Santa, fuck up. Yeah. Now Santa's I, laying the fucking boots to the dog, though. Like, he kicked it a few times. Oh, no. He's gonna kill the dog. Oh! oh! Brutal. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. It's not flashbacks. I mean, man, Santa really fucked with the wrong kid here. It's true. Like of all the kids you could mess with, this insane child with his with smart the, home and his wealth enough to procure weapons that actually work the way that he wants them to. <laughs> that, is, that fact is terrifying. <laughs> Oh, shoot it, Santa! How does he know his name? Because he was oh, corresponding he... on the Minitel. Yes. Oh, here we oh, go! 
How did he call in the house? No, he just picked up the phone. Do, don't you remember when you had a landline and yeah, if you lift, two took people? one phone off the hook, you couldn't use any of them? Right. You'd pick up the phone and someone else would be talking. You'd have to hang it up. Oh, no. Is he going to get stabbed in the back man. by an ogre? Oh, man. Uh. No, the D&D was foreshadowing. God damn it. I just still can't get over that kid's mullet. Every time it sways around like that, I'm like, back by oh my god. Who the fuck doesn't have perception enough to pass that sneak check? So Look, he, he had, had like a secret, he had a secret he had door in the back of his wardrobe. He's the Batman of children? Where the fuck are they? The Batcave? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, just like his dad's out of the picture. Alfred is about to get stabbed in the back by an ogre. Mom works too much. Is this is the Batman or He literally is Batman. <laughs> oh my god. Or maybe he's Thomas Wayne. Oh, this is the, the prequel prequel to Batman. Oh, but the car won't start, you guys. Foreshadowing on that. But they're he's, like, no, he's in rich. the backseat already. Wait, are they still in the Batcave? The no, Batcave left, left the garage. Well, Okay, but like, is it the child's or is it the family? I don't know. It sort of came out of nowhere. <laughs> he's flooding it. Well, he's also not putting the clutch down. Oh shit, Saint Nick! Oh right, the days of the standard cars. He's gonna run over Santa. Guys, this is great. This is great. I love this movie. This is amazing. Ah, he's he's head in the windshield. So, what were they saying back and forth to each other on the Minitel? Uh, he, he was, was asking him a bunch well, of bullshit this guy questions. Was, this guy was uh, the the guy the Santa here was on a Santa BBS basically, like a Santa chat room, and the kid was like. You know, are you really Santa? And he's like, yes, what's your name? Oh, I'm Thomas. And he goes, where do you live? And he gave him his address. So that's how he knows his name, and that's how he knew where to go. This is amazing. He almost got the final destination job right there. So why does this movie have so many names? Uh, well, in France, it's 3615 Code Père Noël. Okay. And then it just has a smattering of other English titles. Because it, I don't think it has ever gotten, like, an official release beyond VHS uh, in North America. Uh-huh. So I think it just got a bunch of random other English titles. And only now that they have a remaster have they settled on Dial Code Santa Claus. Huh. And I guess the uh, 
now that we're this far into the movie, I guess dial code Santa Claus is referring to the Minitel code that you would dial to talk to Santa. Oh, nice. That's a good touch. Yeah, like, what the hell is this Pirates of the Caribbean set that they've got randomly in their house? This is better than the fucking basement underneath the Fratelli's place in the Goonies. Like, this looks like a fucking pirate cove. They got a totem pole. Where's the, the octopus? No one knows about it, not even mom. Just me and dad. Okay, I thought he was going to claim he did it himself. I would have believed him. <laughs> That is such a big space for, like, nobody else to know about. Yeah, that's like the fucking Navitson record. House and the Williams. fact that it seems to be, like, a horizontal journey from the house through this to the garage... It's like, how are they, how has nobody noticed this big, unaccounted for space in this house? This bat cave. This bat cave. His name is Thomas. Thomas Wayne. His son will be Bruce. Bat cave. <laughs> okay. Wow. Man, this is amazing. He has a closed circuit security monitor on that pit boy on his arm. He <laughs> really is a pit boy. Very well to be a pit boy. Here we go. Suit up. Oh god, don't do the muscle yeah. thing again, please. At least, at least it's not sweaty <laughs> please, this time. Please, I know. Please. Sweat dripping off the ten-year-old's pecs with the loving caress of the camera. No. Yeah, this movie's had a couple of cringy. Oh, I love that ancient arcade cabinet. Man, they have a couple of those at Arca- Barcade in New York, eh? Uh-huh. I think. I think. Barcade in New York, though, if anyone here hasn't gone. Highly suggest it. He's gonna fuck Santa up, guys. Any minute now. I like how he's hiding in the potted plant like it's solid snake. <laughs> I wonder if they based Hacker Man from Kung Fury off this kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. Bonus points if he hides in a box. That would be amazing. Dare he break a guitar? I am loving this creepy Santa outfit. This is great. <laughs> the hood. The pointy hood. Yeah, the pointy red hood, man. What? 
Well, that's a fun transition. What? To a Santa statue. Is that Peter Pan? Looks kind of like Peter Pan. That one does look like Peter Pan. And like Beetlejuice Santa. Beetlejuice Santa. Like, someone thought long and hard about that transition right there. Yeah, there was some work put into that. That you know? was just an accident. No, 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 that was very purposeful. That was my design. That was absolutely my design. Like, so how was this movie, per- like, received when it came out? Where- and where was it released? In France? In France. Okay, so how did it, was it perceived when it came out? Oh man, I need to ask my friend at work if she's seen this movie then. Anyway, go on. <laughs> <laughs> she's from France. Anyway. I do wonder if it was a big hit. Um, there isn't a lot of information in English on it. Oh. And when I... Oh, no, the dog. When I asked my friend from France about this movie, what title do I tell her? Uh, 3615 Code Pernoel. There's definitely the French title. I haven't been able to find if it was well-received on its initial release, but I do know that it's re-released on the festival circuit now. Everybody's loving it. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. But, like, internationally? Yes. Okay. And it's just this movie remastered? Yeah. Okay, not reshot. Not reshot. Because nobody's... Oh, he got him in the trap! Is he happy? Confused? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was waiting for that arm to come up. Oh, it may yet. Oh, oh. But that's it? Now what? Close the door. Close it. Man, this house is This enormous. house is nuts. Is this an actual house? What the fuck? He's got this maze? Like (laughs) This isn't an actual house. The house just randomly has a maze gallery. I would hang mirrors on every wall. Well, it is in France. Is this his house? This is his house? He's playing Doom. (laughs) He's playing Doom? (laughs) It's like that old Windows screensaver. Why is he looking like I like how there's no depth to the walls either. Like, when you yeah. get in between, it's literally like an inch of drywall that's holding this thing together. But, okay, but this is Whoa, in his house. Oh, and it's got a crazy mural on the floor. Is it a mural if it's on the floor? But this is in his house? Maybe it's a floral. It's in his mind. Oh, it's in his mind! Oh, so this kid's just like tripping balls somewhere, and this is like his dream, right? Uh, he's obviously flipped his fucking shit early on. And he's gone completely out of his mind. Okay. No, oh, somewhere man. he's dying of polio, and this is a fever dream just before he kicks the bucket. That's or something. Oh. <laughs> Santa's trapped in what? In like the attic? Why don't you just let him? And was this 
considered like like a major film in France? Again, I haven't been able to find a lot of information about its initial release because it doesn't seem like it was very well known outside of France mm-hmm. until recently, except as this this cult film. It's funny because like now that you've brought this up. Now I know for the rest of this year, it's going to keep popping up like news and I'm going to see it and I'm going to yep. be like, oh shit, that movie! We're ahead of the times here. Yeah. Even though this is still from the, ni- the 90s. Like, look at this. Like, I, this I know for a like fact they don't have... Whatever. Yeah, oh, okay. Must be a model. Uh, yeah. yeah, but even still, it's a well-shot scene. Models? Yeah, really good. There's nothing wrong with the cinematography on this movie at all. Like, the quality of the movie itself, subject matter aside, is, like, pretty Very fucking high. No, on. this is amazing. I, th- this, is a, this is really fun. And I'm just, like, totally amped for all these deadly traps to start getting Santa. Well, so, but he didn't set any deadly traps, or are they just, I think, like, I think he's about to. Oh, okay, because, all right, that wasn't him admitting defeat, right? Like, h- half of me expected, like, the movie to end, and I was going to be so sad. <laughs> they sell him as this giant badass, but as soon as Psycho Santa comes in, he just folds like a fucking house of cards all over. And movie ends. <laughs> <laughs> you're not tough, you're a fucking kid. <laughs> Thing. <laughs> How dare you take some sour keys? <laughs> if that is your real name. All the noise, the chocolate card on us. Halfway through the movie, everyone got hungry. <laughs> so, what a for, for those of you, everybody goes, everybody goes and gets, gets some snacks. For those of you at home keeping track, if you well, like, smoke this strain with us around now, you should be getting yeah, this, hungry this, this, again. This is about where the munchies kick in. Check the time. But, how long did that take? Uh, uh, yeah, I, w- I would say uh, about fifty minutes in. Fifty minutes? Okay. That's okay. Not bad. Mm-hmm. Munchies kick in. But also, like, you know shit is about to go down now. Oh, it's getting right? a real, Santa's really killed his dog, fast. threatened his life. This kid is on the run. He's on the back foot. Now he's... Oh, the only watch, watch this. first-person yeah. shooter. Crates of ammo everywhere. Health kits. We're about to go into the box. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, watch this as, as he seizes his courage and fights back. Come on, Grandpa, you have one job. No, no, maybe Grandpa's dead? No. Well, you know I'm blind. <laughs> Is everything all right? <laughs> Oh, 
the whole prehistoric internet thing was a real fixture in the plot of this movie. Like, mm-hmm. it factors in a lot. The, the prehistoric what? Internet, mini Oh. It really is integral to this film. Yeah, he just said, like, I'm going to go and tell people on my computer send a distress signal because the phones are out. Oh, I didn't, oh, I didn't catch, yeah, see. Off the road, how's he going to send the signal? It's based on a phone line. Let's not ask those questions. <laughs> so technical. Maybe they're one of, I mean, they're a rich family. Maybe they're one of those families that had a separate line. A T1 Minitel line? Just oh, for the computer. I remember, oh yeah, I remember I had a friend or two like that, and mm-hmm. I was like, are you kidding? A while back Your I was watching. family must be yeah, really. <laughs> a while back, I was watching an episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and there's a line in it where they're like, well, uh, the phone, uh, what was it? It's like the, it, the, the phone was in use, so she must not be on the internet. <laughs> oh. uh, the days when making a, receiving a phone call would kick you off. Yeah. Yep. Star 71, disabled call waiting. <laughs> Oh yeah, his friend. He sent him a fax. Santa is real, murdering everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Send help. Santa is real, send help. Kill my dog. (laughs) Murdering everyone. How can he? Maybe Grandpa's going to meet his end crushed under collectibles. Yeah, right. Oh, there. No, he heard him. Oh no! Come on, emotional payoff. <laughs> Seth is going to discover the secret lair behind the fridge. Really persistent, Hey now. It's not the Santa kill this old man. With a cake knife? With the cake knife? Oh, he's totally gonna kill him with a cake knife. If you kill someone with a cake knife, would you say they've been served? <laughs> oh. 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 oh! oh, he saved him in the nick of time! Careful now, he's gonna. Another secret door through the wardrobe. Serve you good. Oh, this is that electric guitar. Yeah, this is the shit's getting real music. Yeah. Yeah, right. Okay, so while Santa 
was stalking Grandpa, I bet Tommy was setting up a bunch of traps. Oh, that's right. We just didn't see him for a while. He put the fucking walkie-talkie. Is that his grandfather? Mm-hmm. I'm saying he can't go on, but it's totally the walkie-talkie duping him. Oh, shit! <laughs> Fuck you! He's gonna gas him? Oh, my God! Whoa! <laughs> Holy shit! He's gonna gas him! I like how he goes from zero to fuck the Geneva Convention in one move. Why do they have a gas chamber in their home? <laughs> that kind of makes a little bit more sense. I mean, it could just be a gas chamber and then just. You know. I like to think it's an actual I, gas chamber. I like to think it's a gas chamber. Sucks the fuck everything, but sure, let's roll with it. They're that kind of wealthy where the proletariat are going concerned, so they have a gas chamber in their house just to you know. try to bring back surf. Just in case. I'm sure it's fine. He's definitely not being murdered by Santa. Oh, did anyone ever scare the shit out of their parents by accidentally kicking the phone off the cradle so it was busy? Whenever they tried to call the house and then they think you're dead and they come home, they're like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And you're like, what's wrong with me? I'm here. Have you met my I, yeah. I can't say has that ever happened to me. No? No. Oh, man. My mom was a warrior. Oh, help. Santa attacked me and my grandfather. Hurry up and come here, Tom. <laughs> Synergy. Just realized she has a car phone. Remember oh, car phones? Right. When I was growing up, my grandmother lived in an in-law suite that was attached to our house. We had, like, a big bungalow. And she got a car phone, and she was so careless with it, she'd call us from our own driveway to say that, I'm home now, just because she liked playing with it. <laughs> would, you, would you get charged per call? Yeah, it was, like, 25 to 35 cents per call. Oh, wow, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. It was neat, but, like, pointless. My dad had a car phone. <laughs> Did he really? Okay, so... <laughs> oh, it was so hot. <laughs> yeah, why didn't he take off his suit? He's really dedicated to the Santa role.
Surely there's a better way to open it than welding the thing open. I didn't press the right shots to work. Oh no! Is that a miniature knife? Like, that's supposed to be a toy knife, right? I don't know. Santa just hamstrung him. With the With a cake server again. Oh no, his buddy's gonna get it! Yeah, he's using the cake server. No! Yes! He's <laughs> going after his friend! Oh, Pillow's gonna die. Is it? But it actually says no on his jacket. It no. does say no! <laughs> no! no! Oh no! <laughs> the answer was. No! That was the answer to can you ride a bike? <laughs> oh, he's almost got him! Riding a bike through the snow, eh? That's brazen. Oh shit! Got away. This is an inefficient psycho Santa. Right? He got the dog, and then that like he hit his high water mark like twenty five minutes into the movie. <laughs> he peaked. He's <laughs> so shit the bed since then. I'm curious. Oh, the, Grandpa's is hidden the kid in the armor. John McClane because he got hurt. Grandpa's hiding in the armor. I mean, the armor would be pretty impenetrable to a cake knife, so. <laughs> no cake that just hamstrung the poor kid. Okay, so, like, okay, those so are. Not his, those are his dad's dog tags? Or, like, his. I no idea. Rich. Oh. <laughs> this is so good. This like little jingle in between is Oh, oh. love it. Come on, kid. You can do it. Like, do children even have the capabilities of being this emotionally complex at this age? I miss the part in Home Alone where Kevin McAllister sits and fucking mopes for yeah, five right? minutes when the robbers are in his house already and contemplates what he's going to do about it. It's like an existential freakout because he got <laughs> cut on the leg. Oh, oh, oh shit, yes. <laughs> you grow that pair, Thomas. You thought he was having a freak out. <laughs> he was just prepping himself. He was doubling down on his resolve. Oh, man, look at this. Christopher Nolan oh, ripped yeah. off this movie for The Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> oh, man, and the dead He's dog. He's John Wick out because his dog got it. Oh, my God, is his dog's tongue out? Oh, puppy. You know, Bobby. dog death is not okay. I wish I could have thoroughly warned people. But let's face it, I didn't want to spoil the fact that Santa kills the kid's dog. In the trailer, 
It's true. PJR. <laughs> oh, and he made a cross. But wait, did he just stab the dog? <laughs> well, I mean, it's not the dog. Did he just anymore. bury his sword in his dead dog? Dear Santa, don't kill my dog. Dear Santa, stay the fuck away from my house. Dear Santa, all I want for Christmas is my dog back, but that'll never happen because you killed him. Look at all the stuff this kid has. Like, I'm pretty sure if he had the inclination, this kid could have invented Johnny Five. <laughs> I'm still not convinced he's changing his name to Thomas Wayne at the end of this film. Oh! <laughs> oh, marbles and a slingshot? Is that a hockey puck? Looks like a cruiser. Oh, oh, no, it's a tracker. <laughs> Make the back kid go away. Oh, yeah. It sounds like the score to Commando. Tactical advantage of a dumbwaiter can't be understated. There's been like three or four cuts to badass movie music, and I'm still very invested every time they break it out. Yeah. <laughs> Is he making a punji pit with cracks of the Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> He's on a compass. Okay, but what kid hasn't stabbed stuff with its with his compass in math class? Yep. I, that one with the two picks that you never use for anything except for shanking people. <laughs> and well, in, in my case, it was carving shit on the desk. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. Look, he's, is this a? This is a. It's a cro No, it's a crossbow. Man, I haven't thought about carving stuff into desks in a very long time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Thanks for reminding me of that. That's almost a shot recreation from... And, like, if you got a hold oh, of an X-Acto knife... Oh, my God, money. Yeah, right? Jesus. You that, that <laughs> ass that everybody The drew. S, the S. Man, he is really, is like, mouse-trapping up this place. Darts. He has a dart launcher, like legitimately. <laughs> Holds the fucking flechettes of it and launches them at high velocity. <laughs> so is this a thing that exists? Evidently. This kid, okay. is, like, this is, this kid is a psycho genius. Like, he has rigged up some impressive systems here, but all in the name of killing Santa. How old do we think this kid is? Ten? Yeah, maybe ten. Which means, prior to the age of eight, he has a full, a, a comprehensive enough understanding of how Dungeons and Dragons is work to basically play the game for his To GM a game oh, for his oh, Yeah, for exactly. Oh! 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 
got the Frankenstein bolts. Wow, the Frankenstein bolts. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, he's just gonna keep going. Where's the nail in the boot? Wait for it. Man, oh. if I got a dart in my neck, I'm out. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's one. one. <laughs> you got left and righted. Oh my god, that's such a sensitive area to have something like that go. Oh my god, that's terrifying. Oh. <laughs> Flaming dart gun. Like fire darts at Santa. That suit's probably ridiculous. It's polyester. <laughs> That's going up. Whoosh, well, and he <laughs> sprayed all that shit in his hair. Oh, man. We were watching, you know, uh, a holiday oh, video. Oh, oh, no. oh, 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 no. He just straight up Skyrimmed him. <laughs> but anyway, on Where the. Where did this kid get explosives? Oh, no. He, he just broke the part of the M80 to put the powder in a grenade. Oh my god. Oh, oh my god. Where's <laughs> the marbles? Holy fuck. That's the shrapnel. There's a word for that. This child has a terrorist. It's a terrorist. Oh, that was a Claymore. Claymore mines do that. Claymore do that? Okay, is that what that is? Cool. Oh my god. I don't know if you get enough beads in one like that. That'd be really small. Oh man, I need to run this by my, by our friend Drawbear. <laughs> See if he's interested in building one of these with me. <laughs> a house of horrors. Tell me not to come over while you're working on this. <laughs> I was thinking. No, you can put on a costume and go through the house. If you can make it to the end, you're the best Santa. Hey, Shaman, just put on the Santa suit and come over. <laughs> Why? Oh, here we go. So did he just survive the Inferno? I guess he did. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah, so drop bear when you're watching, just this. We'll, we'll build one of these. It'll be great. He gets hurt like the Doom guy. Like, his face is fine, and then when he's at, like, 40% health, he's all bloody and a very oh, sort yeah. of... Minus the grenade. Pick it up. That's a good idea. That's so sweet. Come on, come on. <laughs> Let's just hug it. Hug it closer. Just mentally what is Ill he doing? Man. White paint on his, on his hair. Oh, he's winding it up some more. So they're both nuts. This movie is about two lunatics torturing in, in each a, other in a cat and mouse game. That's a literal Tom and Jerry move that he pulled right there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but wait, I see where this is going. <laughs> oh, yeah! Here we go! Is it actually gonna get- It's totally gonna get Grandpa! Oh. 
The kid is gonna kill Grandpa. Oh no! Oh my God! That's it's like a Rube Goldberg device about fuse too. Oh shit! It's Why like, are they sticking around for this? I mean, so close oh, to it. Oh, it didn't go off. Wait for it. Oh, it's gonna go off, but he's holding it though. For like, he did go off. All that and he made it dead? <laughs> Kid's not so smart after all. <laughs> what an idiot. Can't even improvise a grenade. Yeah. <laughs> I believe in you, man. <laughs> a ten-year-old can't make an IED to blow up Santa Claus. I know. Kids these days are all soft. They don't know nothing from nobody. Cop of the Saturday Night Special. <laughs> With the tiniest little pistol. Don't worry, it's no match for a cake knife. Stately Castlevania. <laughs> I thought there were free mobs, not bell mobs. That original dialogue thing. Quite Why do you have so many empty boxes? That is a terrible idea if you live with a diabetic. Oh no! Santa's getting closer! I mean, if you live with someone who has like a chemical, like uh, like a like a dependence on something like boxes. that. My God, if this were me, I'd have like six backups in a million different places. Oh no! Little known fact: Nine Inch Nails sampled that for closer. No way. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh oh. I, 
Is Santa making IEDs as well? No, he just found the tracker and wants to taunt the kid. Oh wait, unless... I guess not. Arguably, Santa still knows that Grandpa's in the suit of armor. I'm surprised he's leaving him alone. Because he wanted to hit him with a grenade, and the grenade was a dud. Like, who's more mentally ill here? Is it the child or is it Santa? Oh! oh what's all over his face? Oh, it's like when you overcook a marshmallow. <laughs> what's all over Santa's face? Chaotic neutral Santa Claus. Grant's already dead. Is he running away because now he's scared? Because Santa turns out to be a Joker-type character, like some people just want to watch the world burn? Uh-oh. Both very dead. Who keeps Grandpa's important medicine in the bottom drawer of the fucking <laughs> nightstand? I know. Don't ask these questions. <laughs> it's important to ask them. They just aren't able to answer them. Did you see Grandpa? <laughs> oh. oh is okay so that car was not the standard one it's a different maybe cops drive automatics um Broke out of handcuffs? I don't think so. <laughs> That's some bullshit. Okay, this Santa whole movie's fake, the guys. Fuck out. <laughs> Santa's just like an overly excited puppy that doesn't know how to play properly. Like, he goes too hard. <laughs> you know, like, you just need to chill back a little bit. Buddy. Bad dog. Just indoor. The real indoor bites.
Shoot him, kid! Where did, where did all the mud come from? Did I just... He just fell in it. I can't do it! I love Santa! I mean, even if he shot him in the thigh, he hit the femoral artery and then sand his pretty toes in about a minute or two. <laughs> I just love that Grandpa's been standing in the suit of armor for the whole time. <laughs> I hope he just falls forward on his face. He's going to. Also, like, wow. Has anyone ever here in this room worn, tried to wear a suit of armor? Can't say as I have. No. Is that an experience no, anyone here has tried? I wore Mark's armor that one time. That's yeah. Yeah, but I'm talking like a full suit of armor. No, I wore like a chainmail shirt once, but it's heavy, kind of hot. Oh man, is Grandpa like full on dead? So in the I'm end, just gonna stab him. <laughs> In the end, it wasn't Santa the God, but it was diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> this whole movie was like a very long PSA. But, you know. Oh, we're gonna get like a Pulp Fiction stab him in the heart. <laughs> I don't think that's how insulin works. <laughs> Which part? The like pounding on the chest with your fists? Yeah, I try to like adrenaline it back in there. <laughs> oh, he's alive! Yeah, okay, wait, hold on. I know this for a fact. Insulin doesn't go anywhere near your heart, it goes comes from your pancreas. Ask me how I know that. <laughs> Pancreas, pancreas. 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 Oh, shit. <laughs> Sand is back. I hope he names Grandpa now. <laughs> Just shake him. Oh, my God. Santa in soliloquy pose. <laughs> my Grandpa gets a level two. Oh, you can't see it? to level two. <laughs> you know, for all the Home Alone style traps we were promised, this kid didn't do shit. He got him with the darts. Yeah, the fire. darts and the trap door, that's it. And he shot him. He just had toys, though. It wasn't, like, ingenuitively... I can effectively say, though, I don't think Home Alone borrowed anything from this. The premise of someone invading your home and attacking them, I guess. There's the twist ending. Santa holding Thomas's corpse in his arms for weeping. <laughs> Brought to you by M. Night Shyamalan. No, the twist, the twist is that Santa is actually Thomas's dad. 
Oh, 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 my God. Now I want that ending. Now the kid really does have PTSD. <laughs> Thousand yard stare, indeed. <laughs> Grandpa's. Why is he wearing plate mail? <laughs> Grandpa had a class change. Why does my child look like he's seen some shit? <laughs> <laughs> No, they said the end of youth is when you stop believing in magic. As if he wasn't fucked up enough before. Seriously. Oh, this is the Merry Merry Christmas. Merry Merry Christmas. Oh my god. Is this the end? This is it? Oh my god. Holy shit. Holy shit. Wow. That was amazing. Wow. Okay. Holy cow, man. The fuck did I just Oh, look. The dog, JR, played by Kanayu. 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 <laughs> that was really something, I gotta say. Uh, as Vince was saying, it didn't quite deliver on the promised Home Alone deadly traps. There there were a couple there that, that sort of worked, and it's, it, it, it worked like that. But I don't know, this is... Uh, it's a good movie. Like, it's, it's a really it's, good movie. It's not a bad movie by any stretch. That was really fun. Vincito, did you like it? I have so many questions. What are some of your questions? Well, oh, I, I, oh, I, I. This was all a covert ad for Minitel. I learned a few things. <laughs> we today. learned something. In the end, we've grown as human beings having watched this movie. Uh, yeah, right. In the nine years, we've done some growth. We did some do some growth. And in the end, the dial code Santa Claus was the friends we made along the way. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, on that note, we have to wrap this up the way we wrap up all our episodes, which we rate the weed, yeah, and we say, rate we the movie. Yeah, we need to talk about the devil's lettuce. The, the, so, the orange crush, that was, that was really that fun. That was the highest I've me, been in a long time. It made me feel super I'm goofy. Still there. I, yeah, that was, that was a super fun one. Yeah, uh, I would be inclined to agree. That's easily like a 9 on 10. That was a really uplifting, peppy and like doesn't munt you so you can actually still comment on things like this yeah. and not feel too fucked up about it yeah so we we then rate the weed and the movie out of 5 so you said 9 out of 10 so, so like 4.5 4. 4. 5. Yeah, 4. wow. out of 5 well, yeah that would yeah 4.5 yeah I'll go with that sure I would also agree it got me really nice and stoned yeah. the orange crush pre-roll from flower power and then the movie dial code Santa Claus what did you think what out of 5 Three and a half. It was good. It wasn't like I wouldn't go out of my way to watch it all the time. It's not an instant classic, 
but there's enough there that it's worth watching. Like, I'd show this to other people. Would you? I would. <laughs> I would. <laughs> oh, uh, I don't know. I need to think about this one a little more. I need to chew on it. So, I'd probably go, like, three out of five. It's really entertaining. I would watch it again. I don't know if I'll watch it every Christmas, but as a curiosity piece, like, if you like cult movies and sort of, you know, forgotten films or, uh, or films that nobody seems to know about, you owe it to yourself to look this up because that was a genuinely entertaining movie for something that is so widely unknown until now, until this draft house film remaster. I can see why it's doing well on the film, like the festival. Absolutely. That is, that is is total festival. Yeah. This is a movie that is destined to get like midnight audiences at a festival going nuts. Really? Oh, absolutely. You know, I want to make it a personal goal here that means you go to some sort of film festival. Absolutely. We could go to to TIFF, uh, TIFF next year. Yeah. Go to some of their midnight madness program. That'd be wicked. Will you come back into town for that? I would come back into town for that. Okay, so, Pinchito, dial code Santa Claus, what out of five? I'll say three out of five. Three out of five. Because it was very odd. I had a lot of questions. (laughs) Um... Uh, but was, we learned something. It was entertaining. It was entertaining. It, it, it was, I don't know how I felt about. It. You need to give me time. I feel the did same. This, wait a minute. Did you have you only just learned that Santa isn't real? <laughs> oh he's god. real, but he's dead. He's dead. He's he was dead, killed by a kid a in nineteen ninety. Oh my god. Yeah. No. I have so much to think about <laughs> there. I well, really do. on that note, we can wrap up this episode of the Devil's Lettuce Film Society. Join us next month for the Holy Mountain as we climb Alejandro Hodorowski's The Holy Mountain. And uh, use responsibly. Oh, yeah, that. <laughs>